Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. It will rise to about 32 to 35 degrees. Snow will finally end by 7 p.m., easing through the afternoon, though. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Here at 29 in Gaithersburg, 31 Arlington, 31 Lanham, 31 in our nation's capital. We're the time now, this early Friday morning on WTOP is 115. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good Friday morning, January 19th. Welcome in. I'm Dean Lane. Coming up this early 2 a.m. hour Friday for you on WTOP. Got a lot of snow, the white stuff on Monday, and we're bracing for another winter storm this overnight early morning. We'll update you several inches on the way. And schools have made their plans. The federal government under a two-hour delay. Why judges were in Annapolis talking about school absenteeism. I'm Kate Ryan. What organizers say this year's March for Life is all about. I'm Cheyenne Craig. President's son, Hunter, says that he will now testify before the deposition that he was supposed to do. It's 2 o'clock on WTOP. Good morning. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm Wendy Gillette. The federal government will keep plugging along after Congress approved a stopgap funding measure. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer. Avoiding a shutdown is very good news for every American especially for our veterans, our parents, our children, our farmers, our small businesses, and so many others who would have felt the sting of a government shutdown. The vote was 314 to 108 in the House. Most of those who voted against the bill are conservative Republicans, including Congressman Chip Roy from Texas. It does not matter who's sitting in the speaker's seat or who's got the majority. We keep doing the same stupid stuff. This is the third such deal since September, CBS's Scott McFarlane reports. This happened on September 30th, it happened again in November, and it's happening again now. They just passed short-term deals to extend the time frame in which they can negotiate how much to spend on government in 2024. A live power line fell on a car parked in a driveway in Portland, Oregon, electrocuting three people, including a pregnant woman. Correspondent Carter Evans. Down power lines are common in winter storms. And if one were to land on your car, experts say you should stay inside until the line is de-energized. If you have to get out, you should jump with both feet first so you're not touching the car and the ground at the same time. The recent winter weather has killed at least 67 people, including... 16 in Oregon. A big retailer is cutting jobs. Macy's plans to lay off 3.5% of its workforce and close five stores. A memo that was sent out to employees says the company plans to add more automation to its supply chain and outsource some positions. It's also reducing layers of its management structure. Further details are expected to be released in the coming weeks. In addition to Macy's, the company owns Bloomingdale's department stores and the Blue Mercury beauty and skincare shops. Linda Kenyon, CBS News. U.S. troops launched more attacks on Houthi rebels in Yemen. CBS News correspondent Charlie Daggett is aboard the USS Bataan in the Mediterranean Sea, along with around 2,000 Marines. The Marines here remain in reach of both Israel and Lebanon should they be called upon to fight, provide humanitarian assistance, or even evacuate thousands of Americans who live in both countries. The unit's motto, ready, relevant, and capable seems more apt than ever. 
Federal health officials say almost 50 people in 22 states have gotten sick from eating meat snack trays sold at Sam's Club and Costco stores. The brands are Busetto and Fratelli Beretta. This is CBS News. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Looking for a career path with flexibility, great pay and benefits? Go to Progressive.com slash careers and apply online today. You know, it's true. Difficult times have a way of focusing us. You have a plan for the day, right? But that usually changes by lunchtime. Then changes again before dinner. It's the same with breaking news. New information just coming in. We're just getting word. Breaking developments from Capitol Hill this morning. Don't miss what's happening in the Washington region. Keep up with the changes. Check back with WTOP for the latest two, three, four times a day. WTOP News. Facts matter. WTOP at 203. Friday morning, January 19th, 2024. Welcome in. Cloudy with snow showers developing overnight early morning. Starting around 2 this morning, according to Veronica. Somewhere in this hour, you could see it. Lows in the 20s and 30s before we're done. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. We thank you for taking us along for your very early 2 a.m. hour ride. Glad you're with us this morning. Love the winter. The weather topping the news this morning as we roll into this day together. The new winter blast headed our way. We began the week with snow, of course, and we're ending it the same way with anywhere from one to four inches on the ground around D.C. and its suburbs before we're done. Now, the federal government will open, we hear now, under a two-hour delay with the option for unscheduled leave or unscheduled telework this day, Friday, January 19th. We've also heard a WTLP and have several school closings and delays. A long list to run down for you this morning because of the bad weather. We begin in Virginia. Closed to this early morning on WTLP, we have found is Fairfax County Public Schools, Alexandria City, Arlington County, Falls Church City, Manassas City, Manassas Park City, Loudoun County, Prince William County, Rappahannock County, and Falkir County all closed in Virginia today. In Virginia, operating under a two-hour delay this Friday, Spotsylvania County Public Schools, along with Stafford County and Fredericksburg City, two-hour delay. Maryland, a two-hour delay for two schools, Calvert County Public Schools and Charles County Public Schools. In Maryland, closed Montgomery County Public Schools, along with Prince George's County Public Schools, Frederick County, Howard County, Carroll County, Washington County, Baltimore County, Baltimore City, all closed today. And Arundel County Public School students were already scheduled to have this Friday off for the semester break. Employees we hear in Anne Arundel County of the public school system do have the option to work remotely this Friday. And in West Virginia, Jefferson County Public Schools will be closed as well, we hear, this early morning. Now, uh, the whenever you have, we have bad weather like we have. You just depend on your weather alert station. Get the complete list of closings and delays anytime. A click away. We update them as we get new information constantly at WTOP.com. WTOP at 205. You're as cold as I- Now to that forecast. A winter weather advisory starting at 4 this morning. Our area expected to get 1 to 3, possibly 4 inches of snow. And temps will be cold enough for it to stick. That snow overspreading the area by 4 o'clock. And by 7 o'clock, we could already have one inch of snow on the ground by noon already, too. And then just a little more than that that uh, falls as we get to that 3 o'clock and 7 o'clock hour. It will become more scattered to isolated for the afternoon hours. Again, the bulk of the snow prior to about noon, we're expecting one to three inches for your Friday. But again, high impacts to area roads for that morning rush. 
7 News First Alert Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson. This Wednesday morning, we've got your full forecast in just minutes. Part of traffic and weather on the 8th, 24-7. Stick around. WTOP at 2.06 on your Saturday morning. Up in the morning and out to school. Maryland, across Maryland, the number of kids chronically absent ranges from 25% in elementary school to 36% in high school. Lawmakers locally got a briefing on the trend and what's needed to address this problem. In an Annapolis hearing room, Maryland State Superintendent of Education, Carrie Wright, laid out the numbers of students who are chronically absent. And you can hear State Senator Christopher West's stunned reaction. Think about that. You have more than a third of your children that are chronically absent. So Statewide. Statewide. Wright said they want to come to school if they feel welcomed. They want to come to school if they're feeling successful. And they want to come to school if they feel like they belong. Among the reasons kids are not in school, unstable housing, lack of transportation, bullying, and since covid a sense of disconnection. Maryland's Blueprint for Education, a multi-billion dollar reform plan, is seen as a partial solution, but a number of lawmakers have expressed concern about the costs. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Speaking of the weather this morning, some Montgomery County Public School families were outraged on Wednesday when the school system announced plans to close at the last minute. Now the district is responding with that situation to a new video about how it makes decisions based on the weather forecast. So we deployed teams, well over 1,200 individuals, to go out to the schools to start to clear. Each one of the schools, obviously, is a unique. It really is a very complex um, situation. Seth Adams, an associate superintendent in the Office of Facilities Management. It is important to try to get as much information out as early as possible, but I I think we also have to recognize that the earlier that you make a decision, that things can also change and shift. The county says it actually starts monitoring weather conditions two days in advance of predicted weather and sends teams out to evaluate roads and sidewalks as early as 3.30 in the morning. Good morning, Friday morning, January 19th, where the time now on WTOP is 2.08. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks, we check in now with Ken Berger this morning in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thanks, Dean. It looks like Prince, jo- Prince George's County is a center of activity uh, for these overnight crashes, including the continuing crash in eastbound Intercounty Connector, Maryland 200, left lane closed. This is just after 95. Traffic moving back to the right without too much difficulty. It looks like that accident uh, possibly moved over to the far right shoulder with the travel lanes now open. However, we do have accidents working on Good Luck Road in the Prince Garden Parkway in Lanham. That report is an, a pedestrian struck by a vehicle, Brandywine Road at Crane Highway in Brandywine. Wine for the reported accident. Also in Prince George's County, Maryland 5 Branch Avenue for the reported accident at Allentown Road. In the district, Marion in the district, Marion Berry Avenue still shut down in either direction between Martin Luther King Jr. Avenue Southeast and 14th Street. This is because of the building explosion from yesterday afternoon. But Martin Luther King Jr. Highway has been reopened. That was shut down between the 11th Street Bridge and or between 11th Street, I should say, and Morris Road. Still have the works on report at North Cleave Road, both directions between Chainbridge Road and Military Road. Watch out for posted detours. Also westbound 66, uh, heading from the Rosalind Tunnel to Spot 1 Parkway, left lane block because of maintenance activity. Uh, however, eastbound 66, the road work going on right at the Beltway, where the right lane has blocked, uh, was blocked that has been reported to have been cleared. Want to test an electric car? Plug into fitsmall.com and find your electric ride today. Check out the Subaru Solterra, Hyundai Ionic, or the Toyota BC4X at fitsmall.com. That's the Fitzway. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. 
And let's check that forecast for you this morning on WDCW. Widespread snow expected this morning. And yes, it's going to be sticking to anything that's not treated. Temperatures in the mid-20s to lower 30s across the area. We're on winter alert as snow continues throughout the day, expecting between 1 and 3 inches. Much of it on the ground early afternoon. Snow will finally end by around 7 to 8 p.m. Our temperatures this upcoming weekend, mid-20s on Saturday, lower 30s for Sunday with sunshine, but bitterly low wind chill temperatures in the single digits. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Brought to you on WTLP by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions do apply. Check them out. Go to longfence.com. WTOP, time now for Money News that we bring you at 10 and 40 past the hour. Let's check in with Bloomberg this morning. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Wall Street heads into the Friday session with a chance to finish higher for the week. Modest gains yesterday left the Dow and S&P 500 within striking distance of where they began Monday. The Nasdaq is already positive for the week. Technology shares led yesterday's rally, pushing the Nasdaq up about one and a third percent. Spirit Airlines shares struggling to stay aloft after a federal judge this week shot down its planned takeover by JetBlue. The stock lost another 7% on Thursday, even as Spirit expressed disappointment at the failed takeover, but confidence in its strength. Analysts say a turnaround for Spirit as a standalone carrier won't be easy. He may not be on the field, but you'll still be able to get a glimpse of Tom Brady on Super Bowl Sunday. He's among the celebrities starring in a new ad campaign for BetMGM, which includes its first Super Bowl commercial. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Hey, Joe, I thought you were retired. <laughs> Living on a fixed income is tough. So here I am, an essential worker. I know. I mean, food prices are going up every day. Thank goodness for BenefitsCheckup.org. Benefits what? BenefitsCheckup.org. It's a free website where people over 60 can find help to pay for food, medicine, even utilities. I got 1200 a year in benefits. Maybe it can help you. Dad's doctor says it's time to focus on quality of life and comfort. I'm not sure where to start. I'm glad you called, Jessa. We can help. When you reach out to Jessa, our hospice nurse will meet you at home for an assessment that's completely covered by Medicare to create a comprehensive care plan so you can truly be present in the moments you and your loved one share. Medicare and most insurances cover hospice 100%. Contact Jessa at JSSA.org. Proudly serving Montgomery County. This is WTOP News. Let's talk politics on WTLP Friday morning, campaign 2024 on WTLP. The New Hampshire primary is coming up on Tuesday night next week. Donald Trump is holding on to his sizable lead right now over surging challenger Nikki Haley in the state with the primary just five days away. But Haley continues to close the gap, according to the latest Suffolk University NBC 10 Boston Globe tracking poll. This morning, Axios national political correspondent Alex Thompson joins our Dimitri Sotis from New Hampshire to tell us whether the buzz on the ground right now is about Haley or still very much about Mr. Trump. The buzz is a little bit of confusion about why there is not more events. I can tell you just today, there were only three events on the GOP side. Ron DeSantis was, did no events in the state. 
Donald Trump did no events in the state. He attended the funeral for his mother-in-law. And Nikki Haley did three events in the morning, and we'll do a CNN town hall at night. But I can tell you that there has been you know, a, a bit of confusion among Republicans in New Hampshire as to why Nikki Haley, who, while she has been surging in polls in the state, did just get third place in Iowa, why she has not been doing more public-facing events in the state, sort of a la like Bill Clinton 1992. Right. That's an, an excellent point. And because, as you say, uh, that showing in Iowa wasn't much, she really needs to come uh, within a whisker of Donald Trump here to, to say that she's done something uh, in New Hampshire. Is there any explanation from her campaign? You know, I think the best explanation is that her campaign from the very beginning has been at worst, very risk averse or at best, very disciplined. And the fact is that even though she spent a lot of money, her and her allies spent a lot of money in Iowa and had a disappointing finish in New Hampshire, that they are going to just continue to go about their strategy. Um, so I think the best explanation is one that, you know, she is a very disciplined candidate. But sometimes, it, you know, I think the criticism is that you need to be flexible when situations call for it. Some people may not know, although a lot of people here in Washington are in the know, that Joe Biden is not on the ballot there in New Hampshire. How's that going to play out with some possibly writing in his name uh, or uh, one of these other candidates like a Dean Phillips or Marianne Williamson somehow being declared the winner? That's absolutely right. And the truth is, we honestly don't know. So it is possible that we, you know, Joe Biden's allies in the state have a robust organization to write in his name. And it's possible that he could get 80% of the vote in the state. It's also possible that Dean Phillips, who he and his allied super PAC have spent millions of dollars in ads in the last 10 weeks, could bump that down to maybe Joe Biden only gets 60% of the vote. And there has not been a lot of polling in the state on the Democratic side. So we just don't know, you know, and I've been to a few Dean Phillips events while I've been here. And, you know, the reception has been, you know, pretty, pretty good. But the crowds have also been small. Interesting. Uh, we've got to wrap up just a few seconds left. And I'm not questioning your job up there as a reporter right now covering this. But sometimes the media wants a race where no race exists. Are, are we realistically just looking at Trump versus Biden as a rematch here? I think we'll know Wednesday. I think it's very possible that the general election of 2024 starts Wednesday. But I report, I don't predict. That is Axios National Political Correspondent Alex Thompson on WTOP in a conversation with our Dimitri Sayers. A quick look Friday morning here at TOP on the stories we're following for you this morning. Large number of local schools are shutting down or delaying plans for today ahead of this morning's expected snowfall across the Washington area. We'll update you this morning. While we cope with the new weather challenges, at least we don't have to worry about a federal government shutdown after all, at least temporarily. And a date is now set for Hunter Biden, President Joe Biden's son, to give a deposition to Congress. More on these developing stories in just minutes. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. 6 a.m. Breaking news from Alexandria. 3.15 p.m. An update now on a story we've been following all day. 6.17 p.m. New information just coming in. WTOP doesn't just report breaking news and move on. We stay with the story. Stay up to date. Check back with us two, three, four times a day. WTOP News. Facts matter. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks on WTOP. 
taking a look at cameras well to the west of the Capitol Beltway, I can tell you that we're seeing the precipitation coming down. For example, 20, or US 29, Lee Highway, right at 66 out on Haymarket. Definitely precipitation there on that particular camera. So again, uh, areas well to the west of Washington starting to see that winter storm moving in uh, to varying degrees. Again, be very careful. And uh, we're expecting that, of course, to hit head into the Washington area in the next little while. So again, be very, very careful and cannot say it enough. Be careful on the secondary streets, major side roads, uh, loads west rail traveled outlying areas. Uh, they are likely the to the uh, less to uh, the last to get treatment. So be very careful. Also, bridges, overpasses, elevated roadways are also going to freeze first or keep freezing. The precipitation coming down will freeze before it does on the main roadways. So again, be very careful as you make your way on those elevated roadways. Meanwhile, in Prince George's County, the epicenter for accidents this this overnight hours. So if the crash working on the eastbound side of the intercounty connector right after 95 left lane is blocked traffic getting by to the right without too much difficulty good luck road at prince garden parkway in lanham uh, accident reported with a struck pedestrian wrapping up the crash brandy Ryan road brandy wine road at crane highway also branch avenue and allentown road for the reported accident Marion Barry Avenue Southeast still shut down either direction between Martin Luther King Jr. Avenue and 14th Street. This is a result of the building explosion from yesterday afternoon. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. The area is under winter weather advisory from 4 a.m. until 7 a.m. Wintry weather expected between 1 and 3 inches of snow causing hazardous driving conditions. In fact, with our temperatures this morning, mid-20s to lower 30s, anything that falls will stick. Could have an inch of snowfall by 7 a.m. By the time we get to noon, 1 o'clock, just around 2 to 3 inches expected, which is isolated to lingering snow showers by 7 p.m. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. How many times will you risk that dangerous climb in and out of the bathtub this new year? It's a smart resolution to convert that unsafe, ugly old bathtub to a gorgeous new shower. The shower system from PJ Fitzpatrick features a low, low entry that means no more tub hopping for 2024. A PJ Fitzpatrick shower is luxurious, affordable, and it all installs in just one day. Plus, PJ Fitzpatrick will include a free designer safety package this month. Visit TrustPJ.com for your free design consultation. LEAD, Law Enforcement Against Drugs and Violence, is the most rapidly growing drug and violence prevention charity in the United States. By using an evidence-based, tested, and proven effective curricula taught by law enforcement and educators, LEAD's school-based anti-drug and anti-violence program empowers children to make the right decisions about drugs, violence, alcohol, and bullying. Learn more about LEAD at leadrugs.org or follow us at We Are LEAD, sponsored by LEAD Incorporated. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. Are your children up to date on their school immunizations? Childhood immunizations and regular visits to the doctor help protect D.C. public school students, staff, and teachers year-round. Make sure your students are protected from childhood diseases. Visit osse.dc.gov immunization for more information on school immunization requirements and to find vaccine clinics throughout the district. Together, we can ensure all D.C. students are healthy and ready to learn by protecting them and our community against infectious disease. Visit osse.dc.gov immunization to learn more. You're listening to WTOP News. A 37-year-old man is dead this morning after he was shot Wednesday night this week, midweek, while clearing snow at a a Montessori school in Howard County, Maryland. Howard County police say this morning that Alex Ramirez Garcia was working that day as a private snowplow driver 
on the parking lot of the school when he was shot. Someone found Garcia outside his vehicle in the parking lot at around 8.45 in the morning that day. He was taken to a local hospital where he later died. Police believe the shooting was not random and are looking still this morning for any info on a potential suspect and potential motive in the case. The investigation is on this morning after two massive explosions sent flames shooting into the air at Anacostia on Thursday morning. WTOP's own John Dolman has more this morning from the scene on just what went down here. It was around 9.30 when a gas meter got hit here on Marionberry Avenue. Lieutenant Ryan Bolton was one of the first firefighters to arrive. The gas was very noticeable. You could hear it leaking as well as smell it from the street. It was right outside of a daycare center and staff was already evacuating kids when crews got here. That decision saved lives. D.C. Fire Chief John Donnelly says minutes later there was an explosion on the second floor. That explosion knocked out the windows on the second floor and created a flash fire. The crews on the scene at that point called for additional assistance of a first alarm. Um, and while they were getting uh, those units on the scene and deployed, a secondary explosion occurred in the convenience store. The convenience store has been completely blown out, but only one person was hurt, and their injuries are minor. In Anacostia, John Dome in WTOP News. And new on WTOP Friday morning, former Loudoun County Public School Superintendent Scott Ziegler was scheduled to be sentenced this week Thursday. That was delayed. Ziegler was facing up to a year behind bars and a $2,500 fine on charges related to the school system's handling of two sexual assaults by the same student. His attorney says they argued a motion to set aside the verdict in the case, and the judge is now considering that. Sentencing cannot happen until the judge rules on that motion. It was back in September, a jury found Ziegler guilty of retaliation when he fired an elementary school teacher. That teacher, Aaron Brooks, testified against Ziegler at a grand jury investigation looking at the handling of the sex assault three years ago. You know, for decades, a big chunk of land locally in D.C. by the Shaw Howard University metro station sat simply vacant. But now it's been turned, we're told, into trendy affordable housing units. D.C. has cut the ribbon on the mixed-use development known as Station U&O. One, two, three. It has 108 units of affordable housing reserved for families, making up to 60% of the median family income. One of the residents who will be living there is Kiviet Booknight. She just got her first look at her new home, and she couldn't be happier. I have a island. In your kitchen. In my kitchen. Yeah. I never had an island before. <laughs> this is nice. I love it. In the district, Nick Einelli, WTOP News. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Sports at 25 and 55. The Capitals won the opener of their interconference home and home with the Blues 5 to 2 thanks to TJ Oshie's sixth career hat trick his fourth as a Capital scoring twice on the power play and added an empty netter as insurance against his former team. Oshie told Monumental Network his line mates were the key to his big night. Those two guys are pretty special and very easy to play with and you can see on the the goals that uh, or at least the second one Stromer a great play and then I don't usually get those bounces that I got in the last one but I'll take it. To his point Dylan Strom added to his team lead with his 16th goal of the season and Max Pacioretty assisted on Oshie's two power play goals. No such luck for the Wizards at Madison Square Garden. 113-109 losers to the Knicks for their second